Hey everybody, you're listening to another episode of Recess Podcast. It's your host, Alicia. Grateful to be here and be in your ears speaking. Uh, I just want to take the time out to say I'm very appreciative of everyone who still listens and still takes the time out of their day to hear me talk about things I find interesting with people I find interesting. So thank you. Today I'm chatting with the beautiful, amazing Alana McKenzie, who I'm so grateful to call a friend of mine. Last year we were on my podcast talking about love and the episode called Valentine's Day Leftovers, which is still available for you to stream, of course. And we were just single black girls trying to figure it out and we're still that, but it's been a year, it's been a pandemic. We're in different spaces, so I'm excited to delve in. Come join us. So how you doing? Like um, I was <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm just living life right now. Kinda in a weird spot mentally, but like Who isn't? We I all are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, no reason to feel bad about that. We are all mentally scattered. Um every the goalpost has been moved. I don't know. Everything feels not solid at the moment. <laughs> oh literally, yeah. But it also feels like real, like like we were saying, a little bit of clarity has, like, yes. but it's like, I don't really know what to do with that clarity or knowledge. That I exactly. What clarity, what do I want to do with it? All the work to get clarity. Now I'm like, mm, I want to keep that clarity and not advance anymore. I want right. to take a couple months to bask in the clarity that I have. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want anyone to get my good work. Um, yeah, it's been a year since we recorded our podcast last year where we talked about love and how we were feeling and I think that obviously it's dramatically changed since the pandemic. We recorded I think three or four weeks before everything locked down. Yeah, yeah. So we were just I don't know. Love for me at that time was very drenched in what I thought relationships were in college and yeah, as a I think I'm 23 now, so I feel like a little bit older than I was at 22. Mm-hmm. Just very different. How do you feel? Yeah, I feel like I got a lot more clarity over this past crazy year about, like, what I want in love, what I have to offer in love, and just, like, what love is, I guess. And I think that if we only knew what was going to happen, like, (laughs) thinking back about it, if we, like, only knew what was going to happen. If we only knew that the world was going to lock down and we were going to be forced to date in a very, ooh, I don't know. Dating this last year actually has been the easiest dating has been my whole entire life. I really? think because I was less anxious about that. I think with the time outside of COVID, I was just way like that was such a low maintenance topic for me. Like mm-hmm. I I think I was officially over the, like the guy who had like broken my heart at that time and um I was just ready to see and experience other things. I moved to New York right before COVID shut down. And had to move back home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but when I was out in New York, I don't know, I just like started talking to people and dating felt more casual than like I don't know, there was it was so heavy last time. It was just mm-hmm. so like, are they like, am I gonna make it with this person? Am I not? Now right. it was just like, it doesn't matter. How about you? Like No, I definitely could agree with that with COVID. I think like I started not having as much expectations as to like where something is going or like 
I guess just what I want out of something and just really learning how to enjoy people and just like, okay, it's okay to go on dates with people. It's okay to talk to them and then realize you don't like them. It's okay yes. like to just, you know, flirt a little bit. Like that's fine too. And not just put so much pressure because like we're young and I just, I don't know. I feel like they're... Last podcast, I had so much, like, just pressure on what relationships were and what love was. And, like, I was talking about my first love, quote-unquote. Right. I was like, what? Like, now first love, love right? right. Like, <laughs> Those people that, like, you feel attached to and then, like, don't. I don't know. If, if It's weird. I think what's, what I, the biggest thing I've learned in the last year is that, like, everything doesn't last forever. Things that, you like, you feel passionate about in moments, hey, it's, it, it, like, fades away or it just transforms mm-hmm. into something else i just the seriousness like what you were saying like learning how to just experience people was very helpful and i think that it contributes to the fact that now i'm able to date in a very healthy way where yeah it's not like big risk it's just kind of like oh we're dating and if we don't date anymore that's okay too right because yeah. life goes on mm-hmm. um but yeah, if you could describe your attitude towards love in one word, what would it be? Ooh. Um, I would say growth. I feel like it's definitely just like growing a lot. My definition of love, and I think just like knowing that ability, like whoever I'm in a relationship with, whether that be romantically, platonically, whatever, like we have to have the ability to grow together because like if you're just stuck at like a different level it's just never gonna work and yes. and everybody grows at different levels though so that's the thing too where it's just like our relationship has to be able to grow some kind of way and not kind of stay stuck or plateau it has to continue you know and we're gonna i think that's another thing where like people sometimes expect people to stay the same but like we're yes. all continuing to grow so you're gonna have to grow with me and i have to grow with you or we're gonna have to grow apart so yeah and like i my friend chica she I have a friend named Chica too. That's really? Yeah. <laughs> I hope that your Chica is as lit as my Chica. She's really great. And uh, she said this thing. We went on this retreat and she was like, I want my relationships to feel just like how I feel with my friends. Like, I don't want there to be any difference between how I'm treated in those relationships. And I didn't really understand at the time because I had never experienced that. Like, boyfriends have always been like, things that I'm, like, anxious about. And, like, mm-hmm. they were causing a lot of my, like, you know, anxiety or, like, yes. sad moments of, yes. like, not really knowing how to piece things together. And when I started to surround myself or, like, I recently started dating someone who does feel, like, like very, like, friendly. Like, he is very supportive. And just as, like, my core, like, group of girlfriends are, I'm, like oh, okay, this is what you were talking about, Chica. That makes sense. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, just what you're saying with, like, growth. I think last podcast, I was kind of, like, in the space of anything goes. Like, we're all, like, on our separate journeys. And, (laughs) yeah, like, you you love people and they love you as much as they can at the moment. And it's just like, no, people love you as much as they want to love you. Right, And And the ways and, like, people will put in effort for that so I think that that's another big thing that I've grown upon in love because it's uh yeah it can be very difficult to realize that though yeah and I think I said that last podcast too like I wanted to my goal for 2020 was to love romantic partners the same way I love my friends I feel like I was treating them Mm -hmm. very differently um and not opening up as much and just like I don't know, just being weird. So I don't think that I did that going into 2020 and continuing. But I think that's very important. Just, like, 
the standard doesn't have to change just because like someone's your boyfriend or who you're talking exactly. to all the time. Like everything has to be the same, the same respect, the same way you talk to people. Like I think that's very important for people to realize. Yeah, it doesn't have to be like super different. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't know. Like there are like even though I feel like I've stepped away from a lot of the expectations that I've had of people, I think my standards have increased mm-hmm. about like you know love and that yeah people shouldn't be. Love isn't torment. I think Lauren no. Hill says that on... Like, she has this long, like, unplugged album that's really good. And mm-hmm. on one of the interludes, she says that love isn't supposed to be torment. Life mm-hmm. isn't supposed to be torment. Right. Like, there's too many things that are horrible in life to be putting up with horrible things that you don't really have to in your personal life. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that that's another big thing. Um, but, yeah, walk me through. Like, are you single? Are you talking to somebody? Or um, where are you? What do you stand I would say I'm talking to... I'm single, obviously, but, like, I'm talking to someone, I would say. Mm-hmm. And... But I'm also not looking, really. Like, it's weird. Like... Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's really weird. Because I got... I feel like I finally, maybe in the past few months, have come to, like, comfort with my singleness. And just, like, I know this is not going to be the time forever where I'm going to be mm. single. So I need to enjoy this time by myself. Yes. Before... Uh, in a couple of years, I possibly could be married with children and I won't have that time back. So I need to enjoy being by myself, being just enjoying my company and kind of dating myself um, and really getting to know who I am. Like, because I, I feel like I've just changed so much. And I like at times like, who am I now that I, <laughs> that I have like healed, <laughs> that I've gone through all this trauma? Like, who am I? Yes. So, yeah. I kind of, I, I have the similar things of like looking in the mirror, like, who am I? Like, who who is this Alicia that is constantly changing every day? Like, I can't even, like, keep up with myself. I'm Yo, like, literally. It's, it really be like that. And I'm just, like... I look at stuff, like... I journal a lot. So, like, I look at stuff that I wrote a couple of months ago, and I'm like, I that does not resonate with me at all. Yeah. Now. So I'm like, who is this person? Who is this person? Um, identity crisis, because, wow. Right. Yeah, I think... I mean, to speak on that, I, I went through that recently where I was even up to, like, a month ago, I think I was in such a negative space with love and I didn't realize it. I thought it was healthy at the time. Like I was just like, there are these guys in my life and I just want to give them small parts of me and figure out how I want to deal with love. But there was one guy out of these, you know, guys who were, uh, who was very much like he wanted to be in a relationship and he was like waiting. Mm-hmm. Not, I wouldn't say he was waiting, but he definitely like put in time and it was a very understanding that I wasn't in the mental space to be in a relationship. And so I, yeah, I kind of recently had the epiphany that like I was ready for a relationship and I was ready to give that part of myself to another human. Mm-hmm. And it feels nice. I think that sometimes I, I struggle with trying to understand the difference between fear and intuition. Mm -hmm. So part of me was like, I don't know. I just feel like a weird feeling about this relationship, but it was just fear. Like Mm -hmm. I was very scared to one fail. Like he's a really amazing guy and like a lot of effort and stuff. And I just didn't know how to match that at the time because like, I was like, you know, Am I just, like, being put in these situations with emotionally unavailable people? Or am I putting myself into these situations because Mm. I am emotionally unavailable? Mm. 
Right. And like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he like made me realize that like maybe I'm not as emotionally available as I think I am. Mm-hmm. So because when he was like, because we would just have really really deep conversations about like our childhood, about ourselves, and I was like, uh, I don't know if I can do this full time. I don't know if I can be healthy every day to emotionally give that. So I think that's another big thing where I'm trying to decide that things aren't going to scare me anymore and I'm not going to think that they're intuition. I'm going to think that, hey, that's fear and Mm -hmm. I don't have to invest in fear. I could, you know, throw it away. Have these thoughts and throw it away. Yeah, definitely. Same here. I saw a post that was like, anxiety yells at you where the intuition is kind of like a whisper and just like calmly talking to you. So that's Mm -hmm. something that's helped me with my anxiety and just like, because I'm the same way where like, I... I think that I put up with a lot of stuff because I was just like, oh, like, I don't want to be annoying or mm. I don't want to seem like I care too much. But, like, that's whack. And that's not who I am. <laughs> like, that's literally just not who I am. Exactly. Like, I care very hard. I love very hard. And I think that as I become more comfortable with that, dating will become easier for me because I won't mm. put up with, like, people who aren't showing the same effort or exactly. who aren't just, like, as emotional as I am because I think I can be very emotional at times. Um, I think that some, like... Yeah, I was just putting up with a lot of stuff that, like, I I wasn't really okay with. And it's like, okay, not to, you don't have to put up with stuff you really are not don't fully like okay with, exactly. right? Yeah. Yeah, I, whoo, I was, like, laughing to my friends because I'm like, damn, like, I was really walling out here, just these guys. Or oh, I think since I, when I entered college to when I exited college, I just was so obsessed with the idea of proving to guys that they liked me Mm. and like I was always with these avoidant if you know like the um, attachment styles like these avoidant uh, partners who would like obviously show that they cared and loved like wanted me in their life but would like also mix that with this weird nonchalant attitude about Mm. our relationship and I never felt comfortable expressing when I was angry or mad because I was so afraid. Like, uh, I don't know, it's like a slippery slope feeling of you say one thing and then you're not talking or like radio silence or they're like, what do you mean by that? Like, we're not even in a relationship. You know what I mean? Like stupid stuff like that that I thought was normal, but it's actually not. Like there are a lot of good humans out there not even good because i think that even avoidant people have their own issues so it's Mm -hmm. kind of like hard to hold them to standards you only can know your like you're only as kind to people as you know yourself Mm -hmm. i feel like it's it's so i don't even like speak bad on the people who are like emotionally unavailable like it is what it is but um yeah i just feel those emotionally available people do exist so Mm -hmm. It's okay. Um, do you have any experiences from this last year of dating that you're like, were really profound? Really profound? Um, I'm trying to think, huh? <laughs> um, I guess, ooh, I'm so sorry. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I would say I was dating someone over the summer, but like, it was what I thought I wanted. Mm. Like, he was kind of love bombing me, but then at the same time, I was like, no, this is not what I want. Like, this is mm. too much. 
Um, and then I would say profound. I would say around Christmas time, someone I've been talking to, he kind of like started stepping it up, and I was just like, wow, like this is like really nice yeah. <laughs> to have. And like I think I just became more vulnerable, um, and just expressing what I actually do want, and like I guess just going through these emotions by myself definitely has helped me be able to talk to people and just have like those connecting moments where you can actually be vulnerable and have like a good conversation and not be scared that someone's going to do something to you for you know letting out your emotion yes because yeah like that slippery slope feeling i was talking about when people don't like build a space that you can be vulnerable in i feel there's no progress to be made Mm -hmm. i feel like if you can't even express that you're upset about something which commonly people don't let you do they're either very defensive or they'll kind of like gaslight you and be like oh well this this and this happened and you did this and or they'll say like oh i'm sorry and it's like a i don't know a crystal light sorry it's Mm -hmm. like (laughs) yeah there's nothing in this you just are saying this so we can resume doing whatever we're doing Mm -hmm. um but I, again, like, I think that as we grow older and relationships and college versus relationships out of college are completely different. Yeah, um, definitely. I can't even, like, all the people, if you're listening to this and you're in college and you're like, oh, like, these little, like, fuck boys who I'm talking to, well, I don't know. I always just they felt everything matter. was so permanent. Yo, yeah, literally, <laughs> like, that's what they, that's why, like, I didn't even listen to the last podcast, but I could just feel myself cringing because, like, the person I was talking about, like, I really don't give a fuck about him. Like, to be quite frankly, I don't know why <laughs> I, like, spent so much time being hurt by this man. Yes. And I'm just like, I could have chose not, obviously, you know, my feelings were hurt, but, like, I didn't have to choose to be hurt for so long. Like, I I wish I had someone to, like, get over it. Like, it's okay. Like, he did that, but that's not a reflection on you. And you just kind of have to get over it. And, like, like you said, things aren't permanent, like life goes on you know right life goes on and also like similarly to you like i there was this guy who from 19 years old to i think i was 21 to 21 22 i was just so like i really thought we had like the deepest connection and it's more like a friendship now Mm. and that's fine and it feels nice to like that to not be when somebody is like oh what like are you dating like what's going on and i used to just like unload like i had a briefcase of this whole like this is what happened this is what he did he did this and i'm like that's such old news like i don't know like it just even because i listened to the the last podcast and i was talking a lot of my answers on things were morphed by my experience with him and i just yeah i feel very comfortable in my new relationship where I can't even believe I did some of the things mm. <laughs> that I did uh, in previous relationships because, yeah, it just wouldn't happen or fly now. Right. Do you have any of those? Like, Yeah, definitely. I was definitely, like, more anxious back then and just, like, oh, my gosh, he's doing this. Like, let me go check on him. And I was kind of crazy and just, like, but I wasn't expressing that I was crazy. So Mm -hmm. I think it was just driving myself crazy because I'm not, he doesn't know that I'm being anxious about this or that, like, I'm dissecting every single text message or just, like, (laughs) creeping on things and lurking and all this stuff. So, like, I'm just putting myself hurt, like, hurting myself more than anything. Um, Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I think that a lot of stuff I would have, I, like, think back to, like, maybe two, three years ago. Like, I would say 2017 to 2019, like, 
a lot of things I was doing was kind of like catch up because I didn't really date in college or high school. Same. So I was just like trying to catch up and like just talk to people. But half of the stuff they were doing to me, like, no, that would not happen now. Like, we would have one conversation <laughs> in this book. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't even continue. It wouldn't, I, I used to be obsessed with like arguing with these men. Really? I was like, I've never argued with anyone. Really? You know, I don't think I care that much. Like, okay, that sounds bad, but like, I no. haven't cared that much. But like, I wish I didn't care that much at the time. Like, yeah. I was just like, oh, I used to be the queen of a paragraph text. I used to, uh, Say all of the things and not even curse them out, but just say like very specific, hard observations about them and mm-hmm. try to like psychoanalyze them within our relationship and be like, well, you do this. Instead of talking to them? No, I mean, oh. I was to them. Like, I think that all the times that I was like dating, I was very vocal, but in a very passive aggressive way. Mm-hmm. I think now I'm able to. Because, and also it's, it lends to the fact that I'm in a, a, a very safe relationship, I feel like. There's mm-hmm. nothing that I can't say to the person that I'm with. So before I used to be like, okay, this thing is bothering me. I'm going to be passive aggressive and silent when I'm around them. So they have to ask me mm-hmm. why I feel this way and then we can get into this thing. And also like I, that's what I defined as like romantic at the time or heavy feelings or emotional like I used to think that these releases these arguments that turned into like makeup and oh my gosh like I love you and you know I wouldn't like ever want to be with anybody else but you like all these different things that we would say back and forth to each other that was emotion Mm -hmm. and now that I'm in something that like we don't really fight we just like that bothered me. I didn't like that. Like, we have this thing where we're like, if something bothers you, just say ouch. And then that's it. Like, no, and really. like, how are we going to talk about, like, even if it's stuff that, like, one of us doesn't, like, realize is, is an issue, like, oh, let me just see your perspective instead of just brushing it under, mm-hmm. like, a rug or something, which I've never had before, which was an adjustment because I'm like, damn. I used to, like, really be in my head about, like, if I had the right to be mad. Did mm-hmm. you ever do that? Like, No, yeah, definitely. But I think, like, one thing throughout 2020 that I've just, I've just been acknowledging how I feel more because how I feel is important. And someone who respects me is going to, if right. I express it, they're going to be like, okay, I'm sorry. Or, like, why do you feel that way? Or kind of analyze it. They wouldn't just, like, throw it under the rug or brush it under the rug. Um, so, yeah, I definitely have felt like that, like, a lot. I think I try to see the good in people so sometimes i'm like if they do something and like maybe they might not realize that it's wrong but like i'll be like okay they're just doing that because of xyz and and i kind of disregard my feelings about it but it's okay to speak up that's something that i exactly learned because people can have intentions behind why they did something to you or like why they acted the way they did but it doesn't mean that it negates how you feel i think that's what the biggest thing of what i've learned is i'm just like Oh, like, I used to feel so bad about being hurt. Like, I thought I was the most sensitive person in the world, Mm -hmm. which I am. I'm a very sensitive person. Even, like, little, like, banter, little jokes, those get to me sometimes. I'm Mm -hmm. like, do you actually think that? (laughs) But, like, I can still express that and then be like, oh, I'm sensitive, but also, hey, maybe you just don't say that. Like, Mm -hmm. it it doesn't, I used to be so ashamed of the fact that I was so sensitive and I couldn't handle things, but Mm -hmm. I'm like, 
hmm, there's a reason I don't like that. It's not really hard for another person to, like, not do what they're doing. Right. Um, yeah, and I think sometimes, like, we have to think about it. Like, if someone, if you were to do something and someone's come to you, like, you wouldn't be like, oh, no. Like, people yeah. are going to say, right, like, oh, no. Like, yeah, you have to right. look at it the other way. So, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know, like, I, another big change, I would say, from last year is just communication. Mm. And that's not just, like, saying bad things like or or saying that like oh someone's hurt you or something but it was more like communication surrounding oh I want to go on a date here this is how I love like the guy that I'm with now like on our first date he asked me what my love languages were and it was always very much an open community. He's also a Gemini moon. So, like, he likes talking. Mm-hmm. But, like, <laughs> like I had never experienced that before. Mm-hmm. Get away from the Pisces moons, y'all. Don't do it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, I had never really experienced that before. Like, being in an open communication spot where you can just ask for things and, like, get them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that that was a, a big change from last year, too. Like, just the standards or, like, the expectations of of how I, what I expect from love is different. Yeah, 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 definitely. I think, yeah, what I expect and what I accept are, like, completely different than last year. Yes. The dodgy communication, nope. Yeah, no. We gotta talk about stuff. Yeah. It's okay to talk about things. I think that sometimes it's ego that's like, oh, no, I can't show them that I'm hurt. But it's like, it's okay, we're human. And it's it's fine to, like, It's not even just hurt either. It's like being like i don't know like what like i i have this gig this friendship game where it's like really intense questions if you haven't heard of it it's called like the and it's like they Mm -hmm. ask basically it's a tv well i guess it's a youtube channel where they basically have like friends or i have heard of it yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) and i got like the question deck that they had and it was like really intense questions like it was just like what don't we talk about that bothers you or Mm -hmm. like what would you want me to forgive you for that I don't even know you've done? And I was, like, asking. We were, we did that one night where we just, like, asked those questions back and forth. Mm. And I was like, this is really nice yeah. to, like, know emotions or like, express emotions and it not be, like, even, like, bad. Like, there were good questions, too. Like, what, like, what one of our experiences made you love me? Like, mm-hmm. all those things, like, that I feel like in college – you feel ick or weird talking about mm-hmm. like I don't think that I could have answered questions like yeah no definitely what experiences made you love me mm-hmm. because I would be like ew like yeah. you know yeah. I'm just like a cool girl who who doesn't don't, care about stuff who doesn't care about, about anything feelings, right? <laughs> yeah, no, that would definitely me like ew exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah like I just don't feel that anymore like love is nice mm-hmm. love isn't scary especially yeah. when it's done the right way and I feel like you know when it's done the right way yeah i like this is like i don't know if you're spiritual or read the bible but like there's corinthians that passage about love but Mm -hmm. like someone said to like put the person's name in front of that like love is kind love is patient love is and if your person doesn't match up to that then it might not be love yeah (laughs) yeah no like i think that i as i know that um that section of the bible and i used to be like "Mm, love is so expansive that like love is expansive but like love is so expansive that it can mean a lot of different things but, like, another big thing I've learned is just because someone someone can love you and care about you and not respect you. And if they don't respect you, they won't do things that mm-hmm. 
I don't know, smell like respect. <laughs> like they will cheat on you or yeah. they will lie to you or gaslight you or not support you through times. And I think that when you're with someone who respects you, that feels different than someone just loving you. Right, yeah, I agree. And I think that sometimes, like, people's capability of expressing their love is, like, all on them. Like, it's definitely more personal when people can't express their love or can't commit to you or can't respect you. Like, right. it's more their relationship with themselves versus you. Exactly. And that's something that I had to learn, like, to take myself out of the equation and understand that, like, it's all them. Like, not, right. I'm not trying to blame <laughs> anything on people, but, like, a lot of the time people are going through personal things that, like, they just literally can't do what you want them to do. Exactly. And you, like, don't beg anybody for anything. Oh, no. Like, you don't. Not especially, like, <laughs> in a pandemic. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you can't. One, like, people, like, before I was seeing this guy, like, one of the other guys, I was really interested in a friend, and he wasn't really in an emotional space to be in a relationship. Like, he was just, you know, in his head. And I don't know, like... One thing I I definitely learned through that experience was that sometimes you just enjoy people and experience people and it doesn't necessarily have to be romantic. Mm -hmm. Like, we don't have to necessarily go. And I think I was saying that on the podcast last year, but this time I actually mean it. (laughs) Um, Like, you can really just have people as friends and, like, they can mean a lot to you and you don't have to actually date them. Mm -hmm. Um... Yeah, that's something I learned, too, is just, like, a relationship is a relationship, whether it's romantic, whether it's, right. like, it's still just something that could mean a lot to you, um, and a connection can mean a lot to you, regardless if there's a title on it, or if you guys are actually together, dating, I don't know. Yeah. That's something I learned, like, I think, when I, ew, I don't want to go back to this, but when I was talking <laughs> to, like, my first love, um, and I think for a long time, just through his actions, I didn't believe that he loved me or, like... Because he would say those things, but then he would do the complete opposite. But it's, like, also, like, okay, we only... Honestly, I only knew him for, like, five months, if that. Wow. And then it's, like, you're still coming back and, like, telling me you're in love with me. Like, that's a lot. But, yeah. like, it still was something. You know what I mean? I think afterwards, it was easier to understand that. Mm. Like, just because it didn't go anywhere, it still was meaningful. And, like, exactly. I felt away. So, like, obviously, I felt like it was something, but... Yeah, I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> no, that makes sense. Like, I think you learn a lot from relationships that necessarily you're not going to be in long term. And especially, like, at the age that we're right now, like, I couldn't even think about the long term. I can't. And I just think that, like, the pandemic is just... I don't really have goals for love anymore. Like, it's yeah. like I just want to go with the flow. I don't even have like goals. Me. Honestly, not to say I don't have goals for myself, but, like, I'm still trying to figure out what exactly I want right. in life in the, on a, a Alicia level that I can't really even think about, like what I want long-term for, like, a relationship. Mm-hmm. Which I wouldn't want anyone to be thinking about me in that way either because everything is so up in the air. Yeah. And I feel like when you limit yourself, you're stuck with things that maybe you deserve more than. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I, I don't think that we should force anything. And I also don't think that love is defined by how long you've been with someone i think Mm -hmm. that there's when you it's i think as i've been aging like i've been realizing that people who like you actually feel understood by and respected by are really rare oh definitely yeah like that is really rare to find that Mm -hmm. that like it, it it shouldn't be thrown away because circumstances are like titles or anything but like 
the person has to respect you for that. You no, can't definitely. just don't just like hang around for anything. And it's not even hanging around. I think that everybody should keep their life moving and resi- like you know in motion. I don't think you should ever pause for anybody. But I don't. I think that it should be more than this person is supposed to be with me for the next 20 years through everything. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like you're supposed to be single and you're supposed to experience and travel and not have, like, not dead weight, but I don't think you should always be in a relationship. Yeah, definitely. I agree. And I think that, like you said, just having people who actually understand you and try to understand it's you, like, so that's nice. very, yeah, it's very important and you need to appreciate those people because, like, very rare. That mm-hmm. someone will actually, like, listen to you and try to get where you're coming from and understand that. So, people in my life that do that, I appreciate you. Exactly. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> I appreciate y'all as well because, yeah, being understood is, whoo, when you're going through those tough, especially in these emotional times where mm-hmm. I feel like I'm having a epiphany and sinking into the occult every day. Like, Yo. I am just, like... Oh my gosh, literally. I cried the most I've ever cried in my life in 2020. Like, yes. there was a period, I think it was like a, at least a four month period. Like, every day I would cry. Like, in between calls for a week, I'd be bawling my eyes out. And I'm yes. like, what is wrong with me? <laughs> All so that held in emotion. Literally, literally. Like, exactly. Just, I, that's one thing I do appreciate about the pandemic. It's just like, I got to know myself on a different level than I, I don't think I ever would have had the right. time to if life was just still going on. I just feel like I'm on intermediate level of life. Like, not, like, the challenges. I'm very blessed. I'm talking about just how I understand myself. Like, how I understood myself before, like, last year when we were recording the podcast, was very beginner level. Mm -hmm. I don't, like, just very, like, what I thought I wanted. Right. Which, I I mean, it's not weird. It's just aging. But I feel like in this time, in the last year, I've had to age more than a year. Mm -hmm. I feel like we all have because we've had so much alone time feel like growth is often uh you know put off by distractions so we don't have any distractions we're just home thinking mm-hmm. to ourselves journaling mm-hmm. a lot of people are making bread right. and just like having all this time to think about so i i feel like i i understand myself more so i'm able to relate to other people on a romantic level more mm, yeah i feel that too like i feel like i got the most comfortable like how comfortable I am with myself now is so weird because I was so uncomfortable with myself yeah. before and just like my emotions and now it's like wow I could express myself and like kind of dissect therapy has helped though but I could dissect my emotions and understand where they stem from why like maybe I'm bugging or maybe I'm projecting onto people when I'm not mm-hmm. um well, like when I am and when I'm not because I, I noticed I definitely projected like my anxiety was going crazy like before in my love life but yeah. like but then I didn't express that I was feeling so anxious and that mm. was just like but just leads to me shutting down or not talking to people and yeah yeah that's not healthy so yeah because I didn't honestly before this past year like I didn't know that I didn't have anxiety mm-hmm. do you think that there's any moment or like story you can share from pre-pandemic that like you just don't identify at all and if you could give advice to yourself at that point what would you say mm-hmm. like a day I feel like I had a bunch of these moments where I was like freaking out about something that like I can't identify with now or I, I have yeah. the answers to now yeah I think a lot of stuff just going back to like my dating life from, like 2017 to like 2019 were like stuff I really put up with like someone like popping up with a girlfriend after you told me I love you <laughs> I love you and I'm in love with you and all this stuff like two yeah. weeks later I would have cussed his I didn't cuss his ass out then, but now I would have, and I wouldn't have even communicated with him afterwards. I think that just, like, no, I'm good right now. <laughs> um, I think that just, like, 
Yeah, I definitely wouldn't have been in so many kind of just sex-based situations back yes. then. Because I was just running. The, I was only in those situations because I was running away from my emotions. So I was like, let me just settle for this and not actually put forth the effort. And people would like... I wouldn't, a lot of people would try to talk to me or, like, try to hang out with me. I'm like, for what? Like, what, like, what, like, what is this going, like, no. Um, and it would be weird when, like, people I was, like, friends with benefits with would be like, oh, let's hang out. And I'm like, why? Like, I don't have to talk to you outside. Right. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. I think I don't resonate with that anymore. I actually like connections and, like, talking to people and stuff. Same. I realize I really like that. I honestly really couldn't imagine having sex without a connection at this point yeah no i can't anymore like at first it was yeah like i'm thinking i think that's something i don't resonate with anymore like i was you know it was hot girl summer yes hot girl summer and like now i can't see myself doing that like i feel like i actually need to date somebody and like actually talk to them have some kind of connection yeah and just feel like heard and Mm -hmm. Like, like that's our emotions afterwards or like be able to like cuddle and stuff like I don't yes. that stuff is like yeah. yes I was very like I think that I was so heartbroken by that guy that like I just a lot of like I defined so much of like what I thought about romance and sexuality around that mm-hmm. like, I would be like oh he's fucking all these girls so I have to also yes. fuck all oh these gosh. guys literally and, like I just like that's, so stu- like, that's literally like <laughs> that's where like I don't really because Okay, after that situation happened in 2017, I was like, F love, I'm never doing yes. this again. And I just was like, all right, it's my senior year of college. Let me just, you know, have my fun. Right. Which I'm grateful that I had that moment, though. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I just don't relate to that now. Because now I feel like I actually need to care about somebody. And, like, I feel like before I didn't think that I yeah. needed to have a connection to, like, actually be into somebody. I was somebody. just like... But now I definitely do. Yeah, I was... I don't know. What I thought was emotion was really not emotion. Like, mm-hmm. one of the questions that, like, my boyfriend and I were answering the other night was uh, define what you think romance is. And I think romance before, like, situations were me thinking and feeling about the person so much that I just allowed that to, like, balloon and write the our whole love story. Like, I thought that. Because I just thought about them so much and we talked so much that that was love. But love isn't just emotions or feelings. I think romance is choices. Mm. And I just feel like when someone is choosing you and when someone is putting an effort to get to know you and like realize things about me, that is when I feel loved. And that's what I think romance is. Mm -hmm. And I think that before I was just kind of like... We have this deep connection, and I know all of his secrets, and I'm the the only person who knows all of this stuff, so we're in love. And, like, I just, yeah, I don't necessarily feel connected to that anymore. But, like you said, it has stuff, it really has a lot to do with, like, core me things. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, figuring definitely. out, like, mm-hmm. what my triggers are and how I like to be loved. Mm-hmm. Um, are really important and also just not focusing on like the negative things like there's also very much positive things like how do you like to be touched you know like the smell like I don't know I couldn't not have a connection with someone that I was sleeping with anymore like that's yeah. just dead like that is very much <laughs> a, <laughs> yeah. a thing of the past yeah 19 20 21 year old thing yeah. where I was just like I want to have all these experiences to talk about and I'm like I don't know. A lot of 
I'm not gonna speak for anybody else, but I don't want anyone to have that much access to me anymore. No, me either. Like that's just like having holes and like yeah. talking. <laughs> and, you know, like I used to think I was so full for having all these people in me in my DMs. Not, it wasn't like a bunch, but just like having all these people in my DMs or like all these people messaging me. Like I go through my pinsa and I'm like, ew, because I used to brag about when like guys would like mad guys would text me at one time. I'm, like, yeah. Look at this, but, like. Now it's like no, because we weren't really talking about anything. Right, it just, it's like, empty, it's baseless. Right, yeah, like, it, it's really nothing to brag about if we're if we're not actually doing anything. Right, and yeah, when people just don't have, when people don't have intentions when they're dating, I I, I don't know. It just it gets difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I think, wow, like the last. So I've been with this guy technically since December 2nd, but I had like a hiccup, so I needed to like time away, but like we're back together now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that this is my first time falling in love. I thought uh-huh. that my, yeah, I think that like my first love, what I thought was, was just very much a lesson to prepare me for now. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he feels the same way too, like we talked about that, like all these different people that we've like been with and we thought that like it didn't work out so like i don't know it's like an invisible string bringing bringing you closer to somebody that like is actually meant for you Mm -hmm. i mean and that's not the case with everybody like relationships with different people are polyamorous people are you know asexual aromantic i think that whatever works best for you works best for you but i do think that you're on people are on journeys Mm-hmm. to arrive at maybe different people or who make them feel less alone and that's not necessarily romantic it could be friendship it can be your family but for and me and mine in a situation like I just feel like I've never felt so safe to be me like I used to try to hide things mm-hmm. about myself and I never thought I was like good enough to for someone to stick around even though I have these flaws but like yes I felt the same way like I think when I was I'm glad for like last year to listen back to the podcast just because I feel like I was starting to be who I am now um but I think that just like I didn't feel deserving of love like I remember I went back speaking of journals I think I said this earlier I went back to a journal entry I wrote in like October of 2019 and I was like I don't think anybody could fall in love with me romantically and like Mm -hmm. I read that last summer and I was like crying I was like why would I think that about myself that like I'm not worthy of that or that I can't do that um I think that I also like going to therapy has helped because like therapy what a word oh my gosh it's a blessing honestly but like i the person i was talking to now we had a conversation like where we're kind of getting vulnerable with each other and he asked me something and i kind of lied about it Mm because like i just no one has ever asked me that so i was like what the fuck like yeah why are you you asking me this this?" is a setup literally right (laughs) i was like what like it was just so personal that i was just like what is going on? Like, I never even asked myself that. So then after that conversation, he doesn't know this, and it would be awkward if he listens to this, but, yeah. like, he didn't know that I lied about it, and, like, I literally cried myself to sleep because I was like, why would he ask me this? And, like, I just never thought about that. So that kind of triggered me to go to therapy because I was like, yeah. people are allowed to ask you questions about yourself, and, like, right. it's okay to open up about how you feel or how you felt about things. So, yeah. Yeah. Just But being able to do that is a process. Like, mm-hmm. No, yeah, definitely, definitely. To be able to tell somebody... And they have to, like, set an expectation that they're, like, it's safe to do so with mm-hmm. them. I think that that's very important. Um, what would you say, like, in terms of your love languages, like, is a very important one? Or how has, like, your relationship to your love languages changed in the past year? Um, I would say 
So my love of languages before were acts of service and physical touch, and obviously those are two things that because of the pandemic yeah. couldn't really happen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I think that words of affirmation has gone up on the list of mm-hmm. love languages for me, like because just now we're just in such weird communication, and like I just need to be affirmed. Like yeah. I don't want to say constantly, but I think that just like knowing what's going on and where I stand, and just like I don't know, it's just nice to be told yeah. like I care about you, I love you, like I'm proud of you, like little things like that. Um, so yeah, I would definitely say words of affirmation, quality time. I think the time that I do spend with people because it's been so limited now Mm -hmm. is very important. And I think I, I think I want to be, this is a goal for myself now, but (laughs) moving forward in 2021, be more intentional with that time because like it's very limited and you don't know, like not trying to be morbid or anything, but like you really just don't know what's going to happen. What's going to happen. Yeah. Who's going to be here. Mm -hmm. And like time is... Ooh, the most valuable thing in the world. Yeah. I think in terms of my language, love languages, I would say I used to be like, I, my love languages are all of them, which I still feel that way. I mm-hmm. think that I just like to be in a space where. It's interesting because I think I moved into that where I'm like, it's kind of like a tier a type tier. thing now, like it, where I think that everything is my love language. Yeah. Yeah. Like I just like love is just so fun to not even limit it to like these categories. Right. To like want two, one or two things. Yeah. Um, I, want, I, I want it all. I want it all. I want it all. But I think that physical touch and quality time has really been on the spotlight. It's nice. It's nice like when like uh, me and my boyfriend have this like ongoing note of like date ideas and like Aww. different things to like do mm-hmm. and that's really fun or like mm-hmm. he'll be like oh i don't know in hamden there's this like video coffee bar and he thought that the concept was so interesting he was like what like i don't understand what the best video <laughs> is and i'm like it's literally just a video store with coffee there but he was like we have to go and like we went and i mean i don't know it's just like fun little things right like these little things and i think that physical touch which i always felt was like very limited like i remember staying in relationships and like having sex with people just to like experience being like held Mm -hmm. um and now that i don't have to do that or that like physical touch isn't synonymous with sex yes that's a very very (laughs) important like just like little things like um like i we recently started like to introduce each other to like our parents and stuff and i met his um father and stepmom and like we were there and i felt like a grown-up like we were Uh like physically (laughs) touching each other but like it wasn't inappropriate and Mm -hmm. it didn't feel wrong Mm -hmm. to just be like I don't know to like put that on display because I've I've never been not embarrassed of a relationship. Right. Oh, no, I really am so happy for you. Just because Thank you. Like, just I know like what the past has been like. like yes, that's really gross. the struggle. That's gross. <laughs> but I think that's been my like the biggest thing. Like these little things of like physical touch and not necessarily being something that's like just sex, mm-hmm. like <laughs> or not like. Like, something being, like, an intimate moment doesn't necessarily need to lead to sex. Right, right. Um, is like, very important to me now. Mm-hmm. Um, mm, do you have any examples of, like, in the past year that you can say, like, I love myself in this situation? Um, yeah, I think I kind of stood up for myself a lot this past year just because, like I was saying earlier, I just kind of put a like I don't know what to say it but like I knew what I didn't like anymore and like yeah. what I wouldn't want to accept anymore so I think I expressed that to a lot of people and like 
I was like, wow, I really love myself. I love myself enough to not allow people to mess with my peace or mess with, like, mm. what I don't want. Um, I think just, like, choosing myself and just choosing to, like, just be by myself and choosing to not use connections as a distraction sometimes. Mm. Um, just to talk to people and really get to, like, know deeper who I am as a person. Um, I think now that I've done that, I, like, learned who I was in the past. So now I have to kind of learn who I am now. Yeah. <laughs> that, like, I've done that work. And it's kind of weird because, like, at times I'm like, who am I even? Like, I don't know what's going on right now. But, yes. Yeah. I think that's some, right, yeah. That's an example for me. I think the way that I've shown up for myself in the last year to be like, I love myself in this situation was, I think before the pandemic, I was running around a lot. Like I was driving a lot, working a lot, didn't have any time for myself. And I think with the pandemic, I just kind of like, for a long time, gave a lot of time to myself. Like Mm -hmm. I just would walk, which I really enjoyed. Like I would just walk for miles and miles and listen to music and zone out and bring my journal with me and journal wherever I ended up and just taking alone time for myself which I always thought like I was always offering something up like someone needed a ride someone needed something like always giving time I thought that all of my time needed to be filled Mm -hmm. but like giving myself the space to just be like oh like I could just sit on my porch Mm -hmm. and paint this picture with some chai tea and you know a little grass mm-hmm. get my flow and just like chill mm-hmm. i think that that's been the biggest thing which i didn't know like do you ever think back to all the time in college that you were like working or running around when yeah. you literally could have just been home oh, literally like yeah i think that i just think back because i worked all throughout college so i didn't mm-hmm. have a lot of time to like do extracurricular activities yeah. so like at time i would like beat myself up about it because i'm like damn like i wish i would have joined and i also had social anxiety in college so that's just mm-hmm. tied, piled on top of it like Poor my, mix. yeah <laughs> <laughs> my college experience was a little wonky because it was just like no yes. um so i think that yeah definitely just having that time in college would have been really nice like just to be by myself and kind of recharge damn i miss it yeah Ugh. oh working now like the fact that my boss is on my ass, like, anytime that she wants me to answer, I have to answer. Mm-hmm. Like, I miss the days of just being able to be, like, I'm shutting off my phone right. and I'm going to walk around somewhere. Like, I'm going to put my phone and do not disturb. Like, those moments don't exist as much. So, if you're listening to this and still in college, definitely take the time right. to have time alone. And it's- cherish this time because it's not... <laughs> it's not coming back. It's right. Cherish, <laughs> cherish it. Like- cherish this time because when... As soon as... They could start making money off of people going out with these vaccines. Like, it's happening. Mm-hmm. Like, the the world will be, the on button will be turned back on. Right. So, enjoy this time alone. Um, how would you say, what does healing look like to you? And what has healing, because you spoke on it a little bit with, like, therapy and mm-hmm. getting to know yourself. How did you go about healing? Um, like I said, that moment, I had, so I started going to therapy. I went, like, to two sessions in 2019, but it was, like, some old white guy, and I was just, like, oh. <laughs> it's not hitting the same as I feel like a black therapist, a black woman therapist with right. it. So, I started going to, um, I looked up therapists, like, in, I want to say June, I think, um, and she's a black woman, she's Caribbean, so, like, she just relates to me a lot, mm-hmm. and it's just, like, some things, like, I don't have to really explain, because she just understands how yeah. I feel in that situation, so it was really nice 
um i think healing like therapy does help but like you also have to do the healing for yourself and choose to do therapy is work y'all it is like it's not just because they're telling you these things like if you don't do it like that's not on them that's on you they're providing you with the tools so i think really like i said crying helped a lot and just really going back like i just have memories of stuff that i didn't even realize triggered me until Mm -hmm. like I was like, damn, like, I've really been holding this on for, like, 15 years. Like, since yes. I was, like, <laughs> young. Like, what? And I wish I would have had someone to talk to, but I think just getting to know myself, like, has really helped that a lot. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, journaling. I, like, do video journals, too. That's kind of corny. But, like, Ooh. I, like, record myself if I'm going on a rant. And, like, I'm, like, I, really, I need to get this out. I record myself um, just so I have it and just so I know, like, what I was thinking at the time. Because sometimes... My mind can't write as fast as I'm thinking. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's been very helpful. I definitely think I journal, too. Mm-hmm. I journal excessively and have for, like, a very long time. And I think my journal is... It used to be just a space for, like, whenever I'm feeling negative, I'm going to go to the space. But I think it's very important to journal even when things yeah. are good. Right. And, and just to, like, definitely. check in with yourself. And I also started therapy this year. And... When I say it's work, it's literally like going to the gym. Mm-hmm. It really is, it is. like lifting, For your brain, kind of like right. being like, oh, I have to talk about all these things that happened in my week that triggered me or didn't trigger me or things that I did wrong, and like try to be. I don't know. I think my biggest issue that with therapy is that a week would go by and I would be completely different in a different mind space mm-hmm. and headspace. And I think my therapist, like last week, I for two weeks was consistent with my thoughts and she was just like oh my gosh like you're consistent with what you're saying and what like your method and plan of going about things are like Mm -hmm. go you and I'm like wow so I think that therapy is good because it documents in a way that when you're journaling can be biased Mm -hmm. like I feel like when you're looking back at your journal there are things that I don't know I keep out of my journal or like I won't necessarily journal about where the questions that my therapist asked me I'm like oh you're right about that I didn't think I didn't see it that way so having Mm -hmm. a a third party that's objectively removed and has no Mm -hmm. yeah it's like she doesn't win anything by agreeing with me Mm -hmm. or disagreeing with me Mm -hmm. so whatever she's feeling is honest right so yeah I think healing for me was like therapy but also walking as much as I did and not taking life as seriously as we were built to take life as seriously. Right. Like, things... What's ridiculous about being 23 is that... I can't even imagine being 29 and looking back to this time about all the things that I thought were, like, the end-all, be-all now. Literally, the end of the world. Like, it's not that serious. <laughs> like, it really like, is not. Don't get me wrong. Like, your emotions are very important, and I think it's important that you acknowledge them, but you are not your emotions. So, like... You can't just be, I don't know, like, reacting so emotionally sometimes mm-hmm. to certain things. And I think that, like, like you said, like, it's not the end-all be-all. Like, life is going to go on. Yes. It's not the end of the world. <laughs> like, things are going to continue to move forward. And also, like, life isn't, like, your your thoughts aren't also you either. Like, no, whatever thoughts you have, like, fear or intuition, like, you have the power in your actions to morph and change those thoughts mm-hmm. um and to change like yeah like you don't have to think negative like you literally could just stop thinking negative right. it's very hard to believe that because i like think back to myself where i was kind of in this just like 
stuck state where I'm like, oh, I only could think this way. But it's like, no, you can just change your thoughts. And, exactly. <laughs> and it's going to change how you're per- perceiving something. You're um, perceiving something. Also, like, how do you just go about a situation? Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, for example, hating work a couple weeks ago. Like, I was like, uh, like, I don't know. But then I started to wake up, have coffee, like, light some incense. And I got into a routine with work that, like... I set out to have a good day, so I had a good day. Mm -hmm. And I didn't let things bother me. And I think that when you take that into relationships with love or not even because I think we we hit a lot of romantic love, but there's a lot of friendship love and Mm -hmm. family love and just, you know, love for community that we haven't hit on. Um, And yeah, like I just feel you can change those thoughts like you can set out to have good relationships with people and mm-hmm. do things with intention and reap the rewards of that mm-hmm. yeah mm. this has been like mm-hmm. i feel <laughs> one the last episode was so chaotic like the mic was being moved so much <laughs> i think that we were drinking hennessy at the yeah, time yeah um it was just like a wild moment and so now i feel like we're like a lot more stable <laughs> which is nice what advice would you give to yourself last year? Um, I would say, I don't even think it's advice, but, like, just confirmation that I was on the right track. Because I yeah. think that I, like, had a lot of thoughts, but, like, the way I was going about it, like, I was like, I could do it by myself. I don't need nobody to help me. But, like, it's okay to get help from people. Mm-hmm. It's okay to talk to people. I got very close to a lot of my friends, like, this quarantine and we just been sharing like very deep and personal things and just like crying to each other and yes. all these things and those things are really nice and I wouldn't have done that last year like beginning of last year or maybe maybe two years ago I wouldn't say last year but maybe two years ago I would feel uncomfortable doing that yes. I would be I would I was the friend that was like there for people but I wasn't allowing myself to be vulnerable so I think that that's something I would tell myself like you're on the right track you're you're getting there and it's gonna happen but like yeah you need people to help you too like you can't just always I think that I'm very independent and sometimes I think that I just need to do things by myself like you literally can't navigate life just by yourself like you can't do it I would say my biggest advice to myself last year is that relationships are not what you think they are relationships are not it's not a downside like it's really nice like I I I was so like adverse to relationships and Mm -hmm. I didn't really understand how to be in one like I was like when you're being loved and supported by someone so much, you instantly are codependent. But I honestly do think that there's ways to not be codependent in mm-hmm. relationships now. And it also is just nice to, like, have someone who's supportive of you. And it's not, even if it's, like, whether it's your friend, your mother, like, I, I always just felt so uncomfortable with the idea of doing things with other people in terms of support or cheering on or... I, I didn't ask that in my relationships. Mm-hmm. So I think my biggest advice would be to myself, you being loved up on helps days. You know what I mean? Right. Like having someone who loves you and like who cares about you really could get you through days sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, so I don't think, but I don't think that's necessarily as negative as I thought it was last year. That's why I was so like caught up in the idea of, you know what it's all in the wind Mm -hmm. you know we can we could be friends lovers nothing you know i I don't think that i feel that anyway anymore i'm just kind of like no solid relationships where people express how they feel about you 
and you do the same thing back is stellar mm-hmm. friendships of family relationships because a lot has changed with how like I view my family and mm-hmm. um yeah I think that's my biggest advice that like life is better when you're going and collaborating and being a cheerleader for other people and also having cheerleaders mm-hmm. and letting people cheer you on right letting yeah letting people be because sometimes for you. yeah you like sometimes you mess up people supporting you because mm-hmm. I was like so adverse like I eat like I did wasn't ready for my boyfriend when he like was in my face and I knew that it was like part of me knew but part of me like couldn't do the action to like get there mm-hmm. but like yeah like you know it's nice mm-hmm. um but yeah this is going to be the final question of our of our episode but what are you trying to manifest in love um I say deeper connection like continuing that like getting to really know like the raw un like I don't know like a, I don't want to say an onion but kind of like yeah. peeling back the skin <laughs> and getting to know people more um because I think that now that I know myself the most I feel like I've ever known myself I can actually express myself to other people so I think that mm. getting that connection would be really nice I think the what I'm trying to manifest in love is I'm trying to manifest being okay with showing people that I've messed up or, like, bad sides of me. Mm-hmm. I'm horribly, like, I'm horrible at hiding things from other people. Like, people obviously see my flaws, mm-hmm. but it's not necessarily me sharing them with another mm-hmm. person. And I feel like very much I'm practicing in my romantic relationship now, but I would like to expand that to my other relationships. Like, I get so, like, anxious about people seeing that I've messed up or that I'm not doing well, that I just don't share it. Mm-hmm. Or I'm very defensive. Mm-hmm. and yeah I just like to practice the idea that like people who care and love for you are not making fun of you or like they don't want the the worst for you they actually right. want the best for you right. just like and it's not like I consider myself to be a good friend like I feel like mm-hmm. how I feel about my friends how they, there's like literally nothing they could do that would make me not want to be around them that like they also feel that way like having right. that realization so I think that's what I'm trying to manifest having more comfort level with being honest, because mm-hmm. I used to, like, lie a lot, in indirect ways, mm-hmm. even by omission. No, same here. I think that sometimes I just, I guess that's lying with the omission. Just, like, downplay how I'm feeling, or mm-hmm. downplay, like, what's hurting me or what's really mm-hmm. going on. Um, but I think that was also me just not being ready to deal with it myself, so I just was like, I'm just not going to deal with it Great. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And I think if you're listening to this and you're going through a rough spot with love or if you're in a good spot with love, I think it's important to check in with yourself Mm -hmm. more than anything and to journal and know that, you know, you are worthy of love, Mm -hmm. Um, which everybody says all the time. But like, actually believe that. Right. (laughs) Believe me. Yeah. It's hard to believe, but like, I don't want to say it's hard to believe, but like once you believe it. It's, like, hard not to believe. Yeah. Yeah. And it will literally affect everything that you do. Mm -hmm. Like, when you love yourself, you try to make days good, and you try to, you do the work to actually, like, there's certain things that, like, all bad things don't taste good, and all good things don't taste healthy. You know what I mean? Like, all things that, like, I used to be so afraid of the idea that, like, if I was in a healthy relationship, it would, like, lack passion. 
Hmm. That's not necessarily true. So. Right. I, I, I catch myself doing that too. Is like, I kind of feel like I have to sacrifice something for the other. Like, yeah. That's why I think I've never been in a relationship because I think from my perspective it's like my independence and like I can't be in a relationship because that but it's like okay to have someone to depend right. on and have someone to talk to and all these things exactly so I think you know love is expansive love is a, a moving force that everybody should be able to indulge in mm-hmm. whatever that looks like for you just make sure that you are being respected loved cared for yeah that was another episode of Recess Podcast. Thank you for coming on. Of course. This was amazing. As per usual. Any please follow Alana at uh Alana with two A's <laughs> dot Marie on Instagram and uh my Twitter is Lonnie the Leo. You gotta drop the YouTube. Oh yes, I do have a YouTube channel. It's the Alana Diaries. So yeah, those yeah, are all check <laughs> in. <my> yes. <laughs>